is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino. Casino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan, hour number two on the only show for the people. We're all about huge opinions, big name guests, Superfly Hayes. He is our executive producer, Tim McCormick. ESPN College Hoops Analyst also talks about the Pistons on Valley Sports Detroit. He'll join us in a few moments. A week ago, we had our audio and live video show from the Collaborative Lab celebrating four years on the Michigan Sports Network. The audio portion of it, my conversation with Tom Izzo, it was about anything and everything except basketball. You'll hear that coming up here in about 20 minutes. Graham Couch in about 80 minutes on Michigan State USC Friday 12-15 in Columbus, Ohio. That NCAA tournament opener. Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, will join us. Unbelievable indoor shows, outdoor concert series during the summer is fantastic. March Madness promotions and giveaways. We'll hear from Timmy. We also threw out our Bud Light huge question of the day with NFL free agency and the legal tampering underway. Lions need a veteran backup QB that can win games. Most important thing, I believe this offseason, I said it when the season ended, and I'm sticking with it. You agree or disagree? You can join in 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank guest line. So you let me know. You can join in. That's 1-866-838-4843. And thank you to our friends from Mercantile Bank. They're people you can trust and depend on with locations all across the huge network, wherever you're listening. You can check them out. They're good people. They are. So you can join us live one 838 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. I think Tim McCormick uh, from ESPN College Hoops Analyst, Valley Sports Detroit, talks Pistons in the NBA. He's standing by on the Meyer guest sign. Welcome back, my friend. Hey, Bill. How are you? It's good to talk to you. Well, I'm trying to figure out two teams. One, we got Michigan and Toledo tonight. Toledo is a solid uh, basketball team, Mac regular season champs. I'll get your thoughts on that, and also we'll get to Michigan State and what you think they'll do in the tournament. Let's start with the inconsistency for Juwan Howard and the Wolverines this year that ended up landing them a three seed in the NIT tournament. Yeah, I, I mean, I um, I enjoyed a lot of the season, but I like basketball. I like figuring out what's wrong with teams and how they can get better, and for certainly a lot of topics that would address that with Michigan this year. Um, but 
I, I think that they were disappointing, and there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, number one, I think the management and roster construction was very much subpar. You should never, ever be stuck with only one point guard. Um, you you got to figure somebody's going to get hurt. And Michigan's actually lucky that that Doug and Hunter and Harris and Kobe all stayed completely healthy. I mean, if one of those guys would have sprained an ankle and been done for two weeks, this could have been devastating. Um, I, I also think that they were too young and they were not good defensively. And I don't think they had very good chemistry, to be honest with you. I, you know, I, I, I look at teams that lose close game time after time and think that there's something going on that we can't tell because they certainly had enough talent. Um, if you look throughout college basketball, I mean, how many how many teams have have three guys that are probably top forty in the country, top fifty in terms of draft prospect? I'm not saying Hunter Dickinson's going to be in the NBA, but you know he certainly is is an All Big Ten and All All American player. Yeah, chemistry, and and you watch the way they played when Jed Howard wasn't in, and I think we've talked about this before that. They, they were a different team. I, there seemed to be a better chemistry, rotation, uh, giving up the rock. Uh, they're just, they, they seem to flow better. And, again, I don't want to pile on. He is a freshman. I think his role should have been if he's hitting the three, we game plan and we roll with it. If we need a three late, we set up a play almost as Aunt Wright said earlier, a, a Baker-type role with this team. But, you know, what Duncan Robinson and Stauskas used to spot up with Beeline that's his role because he can't play any defense. I, I think he's capable of being a defensive player, but but that's not his thing right now. And I also I also think that that it's really hard to coach your own kid. Um, when I coached my son, somebody once told me and it was great advice. They said if your son is the best or the worst player on the team, everything is good. But if they're somewhere in between, that's a major problem because you know you've got to coach them up. But but also they're your son. You know you you took them for a walk when they were a little kid. You had dinner with them fifteen thousand times. Like like it just you, you're not going to coach your kid the same way. Um, and when I watch when I watch the players in the past that have gone early to the NBA, DJ Wilson, Jordan Poole, Caleb Houston, Musa. Like I I just kind of get the vibe, and I haven't talked to anybody. This is just from watching. I think Jet really wants to be in the NBA, and I wouldn't be surprised if he leaves early, even though his draft stock did not go up over the last three weeks. Um, I think that he wants to play against the best players in the world. I think he wants to you know, be an NBA player. He, he's seen it his whole life. I wouldn't be surprised if he leaves. Yeah, and and you look at Buffett. I don't know if he's NBA ready. Dickinson seems bored at times, and then other times we've seen like the Purdue game and down the stretch where he'll carry the team just a, it's a dynamic where, you know, things, to be honest, since you had that episode in Wisconsin and then you had freshmen have to step up, you had Llewellyn and the injuries, that there there hasn't been a long stretch of things looking good outside of that unexpected run they had in early February. I, I agree with, with all the things that you said, but I can also make a pretty clear um, outline of how Michigan could easily be top three in the Big Ten next year. And so I'm not going to lose sight of that. Um, Juwan's going to coach these guys hard to come back. He's going to hit the portal. I bet he's got a list of 25 power forwards on his desk. And, and Michigan got nothing out of the power forward spot this year. That's a problem. 
They need a wing guy that can really defend. They need to spend more time getting Hunter the ball. Um, I, I thought that the, the perimeter guys looked him off way too much. And I cannot wait to talk about the NCAA tournament with you. That's, that's the big story, Bill. It is. And I, I, and I do look at Michigan, and I, I see games against Purdue or at Illinois or at Indiana or Michigan State on that Saturday night where you're like, okay, this is the preseason top 15 team we watched. Now the key is, can they get it back? And that will be beginning tonight. They don't want to get beat by Toledo at home and have that linger all season. So we'll see. Juwan Howard gets paid big money uh, to produce, contend for the Big Ten, and get him to the tournament. So uh, he's not on the hot seat, but next year is a big year uh, for him. Let's move on to the NCAA tournament. Um, I'm looking at my bracket. I'll go through it later on the show like I do every year. This is a year where am I crazy to think there could be upwards of 15 or more? What's the number on teams that could win it? Because I'm looking at, okay, I like Marquette, but God, Michigan State hits a three. They could go on a run. You start doing the math on the Gonzagas. You get down to a three seed. That would put 12. I, How many teams can win this thing? I'd say it's definitely over 10. Look, Bill, I, I hate my bracket. I just really, I see holes in it all over the place. Like, I've got Gonzaga getting all the way to the championship. Um, but but I, I had them against Baylor earlier this year. They got beat. Um, they, they don't defend well. Uh, I've got Duke in the championship game, too. But, but, you know, they don't have the typical star power we've seen on the wings in the past. Alabama is led by two freshmen. You know, Texas and Houston have key guys that are injured. You can make arguments about so many teams, and, and that's why I think that you're right. There's a whole myriad of teams that could get there and win it. I would put Purdue on that list because they've got the most unstoppable force, and teams that play him have not seen anything like him. Um, Kentucky is so erratic. They've got so many, so many issues. Tennessee lost their point guard. Uh, Marquette has no interior defense. Uh, gee, you can you can you can bring up arguments about everybody. His name is Tim McCormick, uh, ESPN College Hoops analyst, Valley Sports Detroit. So Michigan State, when you look at your bracket, how much of a run do you have them going on? I think that they'll beat USC and get beat by Marquette. I I just um I think that Marquette turns people over like nobody's business. They they are very aggressive. And that's one of the flaws that I've seen from Michigan State. I, I think they get careless with the ball at times. Um, I, I do think that, that Joey Hauser and Hall need to have big games because there's not a lot interior defensively for the Golden Eagles. Uh, that'll be really two good games, though. Tim, uh, Pistons, uh, you know, nice win last night. Uh, you know, injuries, Cunningham, tough to judge this team, uh, lack of defense. Uh, they have uh, the youngest team in the NBA. Uh, what's a timetable for a Pistons fan listening right now when they can go down to Detroit, watch a game, and know this team is contending for a playoff spot? Uh, boy, there, there's a lot to say there. Um, first of all, six out of their top seven scores aren't even playing. I don't know how, how injured any of them are. Corey Joseph last night. Uh, you know, he, he had 22 points and led them to victory. And all of a sudden, he looked great at the end of the game, but now all of a sudden he's injured, not playing tonight against Washington. Um, if you ask when they'll be good, 
three, maybe four years. Uh, and that's, that's if they continue, um, you know, developing these young guys. I, I think that it's unrealistic to say that you can get into the playoffs, you know, win around in the playoffs if you're led by guys that are, are 23 and under. And nine of the Pistons right now are of that age. So it's going to take a while, but I do think that they're doing the right thing. And I, and I think that next year the product will be a lot more about winning than positioning for playoffs. I'm sorry, positioning for the lottery. Well, and they're positioning again for the lottery, and that's why they're not playing them. It's a, a mild tanking process, but again, the tanking doesn't guarantee that you'll stay in the top three. Uh, who is the biggest impact college player? Maybe there's a trio that if the Pistons get one of these guys, he helps them win games next season. Well, everybody talks about Victor, so that, that's a no-brainer. And if you can get Scoot Henderson, who is with the, the G League Ignite team, then and I think it doesn't matter if you've got Jaden Ivey and Kate Cunningham, you take him. Um, the, the next guy, I think, is Brandon Miller, and he's just really special. He, he reminds me of a you know, less refined Kevin Durant when he was at that age. Beautiful shooter, nice mid-range game. And I have to say, I love the development that he's had over the course of the year. I thought at the beginning of the year he looked very thin and a little bit frail, and um, I I was worried about his game. But he's really gotten used to the physicality in the SEC, and I I think he's the guy you focus on. Tim, always appreciate your time here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Enjoy the tournament and tonight's Michigan-Toledo NIT game. Sounds good. Great talking to you, Bill. All right, back at you. Tim McCormick checking in on the Meyer guest line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with both the University of Michigan and Michigan State University Athletics. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. My conversation with Izzo from our anniversary show is up next. Remember to get in on our huge Bean Garter Bracket Buster Challenge. You could win that $1,000. It's open to the first 1,000 people who play. Go to thehugeshow.net. Also, after you play that, you can scroll right down. You'll see the Home and Away Tigers opening day promotion where Soren Eagle and the Michigan Sports Network will be sending a lucky listener and a guest to see the Tigers opening day in Tampa and the opening day in Detroit with airfare and hotel and tickets included to Florida, and tickets in Detroit. You have to be 21 and up. You can enter right now uh, the pin post. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500, plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play.
How would you like to win $1,000 in cash courtesy of Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter? Well, the huge bracket buster challenge is back. Get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. You have until the tourney tips off to get your picks in, and you could win $1,000 courtesy of Bean Garter, one of America's top accounting and business firms, and now partners with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before. So are you strong enough to make the right picks in the huge Bean Garter Bracket Buster Challenge? Log on and enter right now at thehugeshow.net. It's open to the first 1,000 people who enter who want a shot at that $1,000 in cash. Get your picks in now before the tournament begins on Thursday at thehugeshow.net. And that $1,000 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter could be yours. There are a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. There are also a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be anything other than a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. So, which one are you? Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org and find out. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute, Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point Golf Club in GR. It's a day of fun for all golf enthusiasts and proceeds benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register at VAI.org. Get more for your money with Meyer this St. Patrick's Day. Find more favorites like corned beef and crisp cabbage. More to sip like Irish spirits and beer. More sweets like Irish soda bread and cupcakes. More decor to celebrate. And more ways to save with 7 for $7, where you can mix or match over a 1,000 items across the store. You're always in luck with the same low prices in-store and online. Find savings as good as gold this week at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Show is back live across Michigan Tuesday broadcast with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer. We do have our Bud Light huge question of the day with free agency upon us. I think the most pressing need for the Lions is a quality veteran NFL QB who has one spot starts when needed. Number one priority. You agree or disagree, you can join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line, a bank you can trust and depend on. I think I think it's number one on my list. Has been not just because of free agency this week. I'm talking overall. So join in on that question, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank. Listen our line. Also, comments and answers to our huge question of the day. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Final day. That's presented this season by the Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League team. Their final home game is tonight for the season. Final home game inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. And every Tuesday night home game means buy one ticket, get one free. Final chance to see the gold play hoops inside Van Andel Arena. That is tonight. Speaking of hoops, 
a week ago. Tom Izzo, Michigan State head basketball coach, was a special guest on our fourth anniversary on the Michigan Sports Network audio and video live broadcast from the Collaborative Lab in Comstock Park. And Tom and I had a pretty cool conversation. Tom, let's talk about the first time you and I had a conversation. I remember it. Do you remember it? Hell no, I try not to remember things that are hard on me, so uh, <laughs> tell me when it was, Bill. I think you called me somehow, probably Peter Secchia gave you my home number. This is over 20 years ago, and I'm nearing my 32nd anniversary doing a sports radio show across America, fourth anniversary with Marty Boer and the Michigan Sports Network, and I had said something about Marcus Taylor, one of your former players, and you called me at home, and you ripped me a new one, and I'm like... Who is it? I never talked to you on air. I'm like, who does this guy think he is? And then we had a back and forth. You you were you you showed your leadership, which we'll talk about in a little bit. And I thought, you know what? I really like this Izzo guy. And that was the start of a long relationship now that's lasted over 20 years. You know what's funny about that? I, I do remember that. I do remember we had a meeting up here once, you know. <laughs> and uh, I think why we've become good friends is. We have similar personalities. We really do. I I, uh, I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult, but uh, we really do. And, and I I think what you liked about me is what I liked about you is I did call you up. I didn't go on air and say something. I didn't do that. I called you up. I told you what I thought, you know, and which you've done with me early. And then we found out that fortunately or unfortunately a lot of things we think pretty similar on you know even though we're both crazy in our own ways the meat and potatoes of things are pretty basic uh as they say in the sport you used to play in football you got to block and tackle in basketball you got to defend and rebound you know everybody comes up with all these tricky things life's pretty basic if you get right down to it you know tom the one thing i've always admired about you on the court off the court with your family with your friends uh, when things hit the fan, your leadership. And I, and I want to go back uh, to one of the few times you've ever written a speech uh, just a few weeks ago after the tragic shootings at Michigan State. And I get goosebumps and almost tears in my eye uh, thinking about that speech. And I listened to it 10 times in your leadership. And, and, and it was not a moment for you. It was a moment uh, for everybody connected to Michigan State. Uh, but it showed who you are. So when you put that speech together, because normally you're a guy, you go off the cuff like I do, you say what you feel, but you felt the need to write that speech that night. Why and how'd you come to those words? Well, other experiences helped me on the why. You know, we've been through a lot here, as you know, and, uh, you know, I look back, the different tragedies we've had, whether it's the shooting, whether it was the Nasser situation, the COVID situation, you know, all these tragedies uh, that have happened. Um, I learned, you know, you speak off the cuff and um, there's so many people that take things so many different ways. So I think the hardest thing that night is, you know, you want to give your students a Newt Rockney speech like your players and say, we've got to overcome this. I, 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 you know, I didn't bring it up there, but I thought about, I saw, Bill, the first game after 9-11 in the NFL. Mariucci's 49ers played the New York Giants, and I flew to New York with Peter. And we were on the field, and it was the Thursday night, only game on, and it, it taught me that sports can be part of the healing 
you know, the police officers were there, the fire department. It was the most pro sports players from different. It was most unbelievable happening. And then I, so I was going to go with that rah-rah part. And I said, now the parent part of it, what if that was my son or daughter? And so I got caught in the middle, you know, and I said, I better really think about what I want to say so I don't offend somebody, so I can be genuine. And it was difficult, to be honest with you. Yeah, you know, because you are a father. Your son, Stephen, is on your team. Uh, He was in the vicinity of the shootings, and I know you that you thought about it. I texted you that night and asked you if the family was okay. You said, yes, we are. But then you kept that story uh, private because you didn't want to exploit anything. And it wasn't about you. It was about the victims. But, you know, life is about timing. And you as a dad thinking how close Stephen could have been uh, to being one of those victims. Well, you know, it, it, it's true. And I didn't want to make it about him. He was going, <laughs> excuse me, to pick up his girlfriend uh, in the union. And he went over there at about 20 after 8, right about when it was happening. And the police officers ran him out of there. I mean, they took his car, told him to drive on the sidewalk, get out, and get to somewhere on campus. And he actually locked himself in a, one of the suites in our arena. And then and when he called us, then, you know, he found out some of our video guys. Were, I had my radio show that night. It was 7 to 8, and I got out and... Normally, I might have been working earlier, but I went home and watched film there. And uh, so he was kind of locked up with my four video guys in our locker room downstairs, our, our uh, uh, NBA locker room. And then uh, his girlfriend was actually in a, I think they were, a lot of the class was in a bathroom. And they were there till like 1231 because even when we, even when they caught the guy, which by the way, Bill, for all the abuse that police officers take and and sometimes administrations at universities or anywhere the job they did in those two hours was un believable it was phenomenal and uh so they got out of there about one o'clock you know because they didn't know if there was another guy you know was there an accomplice so there were so many things but boy our people did a good job it hits a little closer to home my son was not involved he was not in the room but just being around there made you really think about it. I know you would do, too, because you've got a lot of kids that um, we sometimes in life, we talk about, you know, cancer is a good one. You know, and if it doesn't happen to you, you want to be helpful, but it never hits home until something happens to one of yours or yourself. Then it hits home. It was kind of a similar thing to me in that respect. After the tragedy and the shootings on the campus at MSU talking to your team navigating the rest of the season and we'll touch on March Madness in a moment to close out the interview but what did you learn from your players well what did you feel when you were talking to your team uh, when it was raw and close to the shootings and and how your team has progressed mentally off the court boy for a guy that I don't think is as good as you are, these are a lot of great questions. <laughs> Seriously, that is very, um, it's a deep question because the next morning, that night we contacted all our players. I tried to contact the families. Then the next morning, um, I give, give Alan Heller credit. We had a nine o'clock meeting, a Zoom call with a couple of psychologists, psychiatrists, you know, different people 
that um, helped us uh, deal with it from the standpoint of remembering this. I always say you don't treat everybody equal on a team, but you do treat them kind of equal. You know, you've got your basics that have to be there. That gets thrown out the window because everybody handles grief and tragedy a different way. So that was very helpful. Then we weren't able to come back on campus, so I had my team over to my house around 11 o'clock in the morning just to talk to them all. I, I think the one thing we don't do this day and age is communicate with people. You know, we just assume or we think somebody else will do it. So I wanted to be face-to-face. I wanted to see their eyes. I wanted to see their body language. I wanted to see who was really upset and who was kind of upset. I mean, everybody was really upset about the situation. But it hit home, you know. One of my managers uh, went to church with one of the people. Uh, You know, so there was different things that happened. So we had a good meeting there and didn't practice that day. Then the next day we practiced. It was awful practice. And uh, they had canceled the Minnesota game. Now we're playing Michigan. Thursday and Friday we had decent days, but... I spent a lot of time constantly talking to them, letting them know it's it's okay to cry. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be a little sullen, but we do have to move forward. And that was, you know, kind of the way I looked at it. Michigan, to be very honest with you, did an unbelievable job at their arena for us. Unbelievable. Uh, Juwan they had text me and uh, give their president, their AD, their their coaches, uh, players, fans. Um, you know, I mean, it got down to the Hatfields and McCoys at the end because it's supposed to. But uh, it was very good. And, uh, you know, lose a tough game there. And then get in that locker room and what do you say? You know, I, you realize that we as coaches make every game life and death. And then you face life and death. And every game's not life and death. So that's been a process since then, to be honest with you, Bill. Yeah, Tom, that photo uh, before the Michigan game, uh, when you're wearing the Spartan Strong T-shirt and you're looking down and, again, overcome with emotions, uh, knowing what your rival is doing for you, for the students, for your team, for anybody connected to Michigan State, I could see it really warmed your heart. And I've watched the Big Ten. I've watched... The NFL, college sports, NBA, across the board, everybody step up for Michigan State. And you, you mentioned at the start of this conversation that you talked about being on the field with the late Peter Secchia and God rest his soul and Mooch, your longtime friend from Iron Mountain, that sports brings us together. It, it's, a, it's a pulpit. Uh, it's a congregation. Uh, I've seen it time and time again in my nearly 32 years of doing sports radio, that we forget politics, we forget religion, we forget color of skin, we forget who has the bigger house, the better car, and we come together through sports. And that that is something that still brings goosebumps. I mentioned the tears when I think about it, to see what America uh, did for Michigan State. Bill, well said, uh, very well said. Um, and, and you still got to understand that those families, you know, maybe it doesn't solve all the problems, because it never will and it'll never go away. But I learned that night in 2001 um, that was unbelievable in New York. I mean, to the people that were there and the Black Hawk helicopters flying over and everything was America strong. But you are right, you know, Duke and Wake Forest and UCLA, people on their campuses lit up their 
different things in green. And I think because everybody understands, you know, it's it's like I say, uh, Lloyd Carr, that Lloyd Carr came to my locker room with his two grandsons before the game. It was that was touching for me. Um, I happen to be fairly good friends with Lloyd. He went to Northern Michigan before Mooch and I. But I, I did a couple things uh, with a car dealer, uh, him and I, for cancer. And I go down to his Chad Strong uh, golf voting all the time. And and uh, you know what you what you learn when you go through those things is people need people. And that was really what I wanted to talk about. The night of, you know, find someone you don't know. Everybody grieves different. Help them through it. You know, this day and age, it's like I had a unique thing that happened this year. But one of them, you probably heard my assistant, Mike Garland, almost died. And uh, he passed out at the wheel and a a passerby came by and gave him CPR. And he's 99 percent good now. And he would have been out. He would have been done another minute. Somebody wouldn't have come by, you know. People need to help people, even this day and age when it's different. Sometimes it's mental health. Sometimes it's physical health. You know, Tom, uh, speaking of people helping people, Mark Ewell, executive director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association. I think Joey Hauser from your team is doing an internship with Mark and his team there in Lansing. Told me a story on the Huge Show recently that a wrestler from Midland, I think it's Shinsky family, father is a firefighter, son and him are on their way to Heartland, Michigan, to weigh in for the regionals they're driving along 75 they see a car on fire they pull over and somebody had passed out in the car and him and his son saved the life of that person waited for emergency medical personnel to show up got into their vehicles made sure the person was okay and the kid went and made way in and wrestled and mark paid tribute uh, to that family out of midland michigan and you know the good in people I believe it's out there. And, again, this is connected to sports, and you're talking with Coach Garland, who's a wonderful man. And it takes a tragedy to give us all a kick in the ass. It really does. That's the problem. There lies the problem, you know. Um, Like, I try to do a lot for cancer, okay? So far, you know, my family, my immediate family, and my parents have not been stricken with that terrible disease, illness but but sometimes we gotta look more to preventative management than why do we always live in crisis management you're so right and why does it take tragedies and then sometimes because the world moves on we take the tragedy and we mourn it and grieve it and then we put it in the back burner and you know sooner or later we gotta start putting that um my daughter, uh, as it was announced on CBS, is due in July with my first grandchild. You know, do I want her having to take uh, a little boy or girl to uh, preschool and worry about guns and worry about those kind of tragedies? Or you know, it's insane. And uh, I don't know what the answer is, but I know this. Doing nothing is not the answer. You know, I, I don't I wish I was smart enough to have the answer, but I sure hope that we all realize that these tragedies, somebody's life. I just visited a couple of the uh, patients. You know, there's five that are still in the hospital Four now one got out. But some of them are going to be changed. Those people aren't going to be the same for the rest of their lives. And hopefully we do something about it, Bill. But I agree with you 100 percent. 
You know, Tom, uh, we'll catch up on basketball and March Madness later. I thought this conversation uh, fitting in there about you visiting some of the victims and just the real life that's out there off the court, on the court, and what we've all dealt with and are dealing with. Man, I appreciate you joining our fourth anniversary show here on the Michigan Sports Network with the huge show, my partnership with Marty Boer and here at the Collaborative Lab. Uh, in Comstock Park, Michigan, on the west side of the state. Man, you take care, and we'll talk during March Madness. Well, let me give you a little promo as I leave, you know, because, you know, over the years, especially early on, there were some differences. But, you know, the couple of things I've loved about you is I think you tell it like it is, but I think you do your homework. And that's the difference to me from maybe average to good to great to elite, you know, if you're doing your homework and you want to rip me or somebody else or you know what that's the way it is that's the way it's supposed to be and uh sometimes people get mad at me with a player for being brutally frank you know well if you shoot 50 percent from the free throw line what am i going to do say oh you did a nice job kid you know by the way don't come in and work on it doesn't make sense to me i, I looked at you that way and uh and that's why we developed a friendship and uh Hey, you're not always going to agree with me. I'm not always going to agree with you. But congratulations on this fourth anniversary. Congratulations on the 32 years. And don't forget, um, next year, um, you know, we still got a run in us, believe it or not. We still got a run in us. But next year, a big recruiting class coming in. Uh, you know, hopefully we get through all the things we're getting through. And uh, we'll see you in that room again next year for the preseason uh uh, deal we do each year. You know, we talked during the last All Access MSU show in October that you said I need to be there for the Izzo campout night and do the show that day. Yeah. Plan on that, Tom, okay? That'd be awesome. I'm looking over at the field. Last year we had 1,350 tents, so we'll get a big tent for you. We'll have some fun. It'll be just like thank tank. It'll be like tank in old school. I'll be there, there on campus. Go. All right, thank you, Tom. Appreciate you, Bill. And that was Tom Izzo a week ago during our fourth anniversary on the Michigan Sports Network audio and video live broadcast on Soundstage One at the Collaborative Lab in Comstock Park. And I will tell any business, any band, any team, anybody that needs a showcase studio set to promote who you are, what you are, what you sell, a charity, a mission, you need to Google the Collaborative Lab in Comstock Park, Michigan. We do have one final segment for this hour straight ahead. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Spring is here, and that means only one thing for us Tigers fans. Baseball season is upon us, and opening day is just a few weeks away. Hi, this is Matt Shepard, here to tell you about an amazing offer from my friends at Soaring Eagle Casino. Soaring Eagle Casino, in conjunction with the Michigan Sports Network, is going to send one lucky winner and a guest to Tigers opening day. And if that's not enough, Eagle Sports and Casino is going to double down for you. How about two opening days? That's right, opening day home and away. You'll see the Tigers open the season against the Rays in sunny, warm Tampa, Florida, and then you'll be there for the Tigers' home opener in Detroit one week later. Plus, you'll be hosted by my friend Bill Simonson of The Huge Show, and you'll get to meet and greet yours truly. All you need to do is enter and text the word TIGERS to 21000. Enter the word TIGERS and text the number 21000, and you could be on your way to see the Tigers play in both the season and home openers. Opening day, home and away, presented by my friends at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Go get them. Play ball. 
Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. This is Monster Jam! See the legendary gravedigger and more tear up the dirt with massive stunts, all-out racing, and crazy skills. It's adrenaline-charged fun for the whole family. Let's hear it! Make some noise! Monster Jam! As big as it gets. Coming to Van Andel Arena March 24th through 26th. Brought to you by BKD Tires. You have to see it live. So lock in your seats today at MonsterJam.com. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get nothing but nets and win up to $15,000 cash. It's the $100,000 Hoop to Win. Every Saturday in March, 6 to 11 p.m. Shoot to win each week. Then on March 25th, players compete for up to $15,000. The $100,000 Hoop to Win giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. At Mercantile Bank, we believe in empowering the communities we serve and that financially strong individuals and families are vital for building strong communities. That's why we're committed to providing budgeting tools and interactive resources designed to help you take charge of your finances. Our friendly staff is always here to help answer questions and provide solutions to help you reach your goals. Call, stop in, or visit us online at MercBank.com to learn more. And let's help you make today count. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Tuesdays are presented by the incredible Soarin' Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoarinEagleCasino.com. Also download the Eagle Access app. Great indoor shows, a summer outdoor concert series, lining up big acts. Tickets available right now at SoarinEagleCasino.com or just plan a getaway in beautiful Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Here in about 15 minutes, Graham Couch from the Lansing State Journal with a preview on Michigan State and Southern Cal. A 7 versus 10 seat on your NCAA bracket. Friday, 12 15. It's a great lunch. And I'll be having lunch, one of those $6.99 burger and fry deals at all the brands or fries. Yeah, there's a burger and one fry. That's why it's a deal. All brands, Steakhouse and Grills, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. Steakhouse burger and a fry. Burger and fries for $6.99 at all brands' locations. I'll be watching the Spartans and the Trojans at the brands on Leonard in downtown GR. Stop in for lunch Friday. Not really a watch party, just hanging out and having lunch. Then I'll come over and do the show. Now, you'll find Johnny Brands on Leonard right off of 131 downtown GR. The Brands in Midland, Mike Brand Jr., Sean Stegeheis, Liz Brand Stegeheis, have a great location for our listeners on 100.9 FM. You'll also find the Brands in Caledonia, just south of GR, Mike Brand Jr., 
has a fabulous destination there, even with a drive-thru, only at the Brands in Caledonia. Brands in Holland is a hot spot for our listeners on WHTC, US 31, and James. You'll find the Brands in Holland. Johnny Brand has another location in Granville, just west of GR for our listeners on 96.1 The Game. And Mike Brand Sr. has the Brands in Cascade just east of GR off of 28th Street. For the brands close to you, go to brands.com. Also, if you can't make it out during the tournament or tonight for Toledo, Michigan, NIT Hoops, you can order up all your brands' favorites for pickup or delivery. Just go to brands.com to see the menu, the link to order pickup or delivery at all brands, steakhouse, and grills. And join me, Johnny Brand Sr., Friday at the Brands on Leonard. NCAA tournament lunch. Those used to be big back before everybody could watch them everywhere because you go to the sports bar that had the NCAA tournament package and they'd be rocking. We'll have a good crowd Friday at noon. I'll be at the Brands on Leonard just off of 131 in downtown GR and all brands will have all the NCAA tournament games on all the TVs. And like I said, for the brands close to you, go to brands.com. Now, if you miss any interview, huge opinion, our show, our podcast are free and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcast. Big. Bad. Huge.